Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hello and welcome to the Writing Wrongs and Writing Songs podcast. I'm here today with Chinny Logan. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Just been, you know, racing over here. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly late, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. What have you been up to recently? I mean, I, we were just saying we met many years ago, same time we met Taya, I yeah. think, who was our last guest. But um, yeah, what have you been up to since 2017 in brief? Yeah, a lot, I guess, since 2017, I put my first song on Spotify in 2018, I think. And then I'm always writing music and making music anyway in my spare time just as a hobby so I've just been writing a bajillion songs and trying to produce them and then this year I was found by my label a small label artist really artist friendly label on Instagram Mm. so this year from April I've been working with them on specific singles and work and it, I don't know, working on a, in a di- very different way to how I worked before with music, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah it it looks really exciting. Like the track you released, what was it like a couple of days ago? Yeah, yeah. Which is, is it a cover of Killing Me Softly? Yeah. Which is so lovely. And the video is like so beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> but um, Thank you. How, did, how did that come about? Like, was that like you and the label working together or? Yeah, so the label has talked about this before, but basically I think my music is quite niche and not, like, super commercial. So mm. an idea that they thought could benefit both of us is if I do a cover of an already well-known song and that it's public domain, so then you have there's no problem with the rights and stuff. And mm. to kind of help me break in a little bit more which seems to be working really well. It's kind of crazy. So, yeah, I... uh, Yeah, like, my manager had this idea and then I produced my own version first and then there's this producer called Jules that I've, like, worked on songs with who I met through the label as well. And, yeah, and then he produced a version based off of what I made and then I recorded it and yeah and now the single is out basically and the music video is yeah it sounds really good yeah thank you (laughs) yeah it's crazy it's so strange to hear my voice on professionally recorded stuff and professionally produced stuff because Mm. for the longest time it's just me and my like little usb microphone (laughs) and stuff in my room (laughs) yeah yeah with like past releases and stuff has that all been like self-produced yeah and now you're kind of working working with other people yeah so I just before would mess around on Logic and I'm still trying to 
uh, improve my production skills because it's one of those mm-hmm. things like the more you you get into it the more you realize you don't know anything and there's so much to it yeah <laughs> and there's so many things and there's so many plugins you can get and all these different things you can do um, and I really want to be able to produce to like a professional standard myself which is a long way away mm-hmm. but yeah and with equipment and stuff I haven't invested a, a lot monetarily wise just because I ha- like couldn't afford to get like a better mic or something Mm. but yeah so so far all the old stuff has been produced just in my room with my mic but then with the label they you know can send me to a recording studio and stuff and the difference is definitely worth it and now I'm like oh okay you need kind of a lot of money to make things (laughs) <laughs> super professional because <laughs> I couldn't do it myself yeah no but I, I love that you've like self-produced a lot of stuff I think that's so cool and also like in the current climate like not being able to do stuff out like there's yeah. no gigs you might as well sit in your bedroom work on music exactly it's um, true just keep good yeah yeah you're right it's true for sure I still yeah it's my first love I still prefer doing it by myself in my room kind of thing because it's so intimate and personal and it takes Mm. it was an interesting experience the first time I've only been to a recording studio twice but the first time I was like this is terrifying and it's so like like you're performing kind of because there's the engineer there and you're not just on your own in your room able to be as emotional Mm. as you want or something but yeah I don't know it's cool (laughs) yeah I feel like going to a recording studio and like learning to like play to click and stuff like that yeah if you've never done it it's so hard I mean you do it at home but like people when they first come into things like that are often like I have no idea what's going on yeah exactly exactly because I'm not a bit and as soon as there's yeah (laughs) yeah there's like pressure on you and then you suddenly like I can't do it right oh my god no (laughs) oh I'm rubbish yeah (laughs) exactly it's horrible like in my first single that I released with the label wins like people like it but I can hear the nerves in my voice on the recording Mm. because I'm like I was terrified and you have to be like you have to know your lines you have to know exactly because it's expensive and it's per hour or something so you have to like Mm. know exactly where you want to record harmonies and your lines and just go in and like bang 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 do all of it I was not prepared (laughs) like that so mm. you can hear the nerves in my voice and I whenever I listen to it sometimes I'm like oh but if no one else can hear it I guess it's okay I'm sure no one else can hear it <laughs> and also I'm sure like nerves are kind of an intimate thing in themselves like it's, it's almost like a vulnerability so people like that it's true actually yeah um tell me how you got into writing yeah so I first started like learning guitar when I was like eight or something I remember when I was really young I was obsessed with the violin and and then I had violin lessons and this sounds like a convoluted story but it gets to how I started (laughs) and I was like obsessed with the violin and then I finally got violin lessons and my best friend at the time started learning guitar and I really wanted to learn guitar 
But my mum didn't want me to learn two stringed instruments for some reason, which I don't understand. I asked her today and she's like, um, I don't know why I said that. But then my violin <laughs> teacher left. So then I had to start learning guitar. And then my guitar teacher taught us chords a couple like months in. And then I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like chords are so cool. Cause you know, like you mm. first start classical, it's just like learning these like mm. songs and reading music, which I'm terrible at. And then with the chords, I was just started messing around with them basically and teaching myself more and writing songs down, like writing down how I felt from when I was like 11 or 12 or something. And then it just, it was just a hobby and something I did all the time. And I guess just Mm. with time, I got better at it basically. And I never stopped really. And now, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's it's nice. I mean, do you think, yeah, like you said, like you write a lot of songs based on how you were feeling. Is yeah. that still how you write now? Is it like very much like, oh, this is how I feel. I'll write a song to get it out. It's like a cathartic thing. Yeah, 100%. I think it's like if I've gone through something, I'm always writing down like how I feel on the notes app on my phone anyway or just like lyric ideas or if I hear something that sounds cool I just have my notes app is so messy because it's just like full of random (laughs) lines or something and then yeah I don't even know what makes me decide I want to write a song I just like have to do it or I'm bored and I play around with melodies and then things come together all the time basically it's very rarely Mm. that I'm like okay I need to write a song so let me like sit down and do this except more recently with the label and stuff if I have like demo deadlines or something it's like okay I should sit down and write songs or something which I actually have a demo deadline today but (laughs) um (laughs) but otherwise it's yeah I can't really I don't know if I'm feeling sad I just want to express it and make something cool out of it I guess rather than Mm. Yeah, I've been doing it for so long. I don't even know why I do it anymore. <laughs> just yeah. No, I like that it would be like oh, it's like turning sad times or rubbish times into like something productive and good, which yeah, is so exactly. nice. It's like anything that can happen will end up okay because you can write a song about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And it's like even like if I'm bored, it just all. I don't know I'm curious to see what I can make next like with new sounds and learning new things so I'm always if I have time and I'm not stressed then I'm able to write a song if I'm stressed I don't do anything with music yeah how's it been with like having deadlines because I think either like people like working to deadlines or they get stressed out by them like if you have songwriting deadlines how how is that it's like super weird like this year I'm like oh this is what you always dreamed of kind of thing but it's still like it's my passion but it's so such a strange feeling where it kind of it doesn't feel like a job but then you have like responsibilities or like you have to do stuff at a certain time um and with songwriting I find it difficult because I've written a lot of like really bad songs and then it's like the one gem that comes out of nowhere and you can't plan when that's gonna happen or 
if that's gonna happen sometimes it just clicks and you write a melody and you write a really cool song in like half an hour and sometimes mm. I'm running through the same chords and coming back to it for weeks so I think with the songwriting and like with deadlines I think it's just doing it a lot and then the chances that you have something good are higher than I can't write under pressure because I'm just not inspired or something kind of thing yeah. yeah no that's the thing it's like getting into a habit of songwriting yeah and even like massive songwriters like I know like Chris Martin from Coldplay was like yeah you have to just write a lot of like shit songs yeah but exactly then, like you said one day you'll sit down and you'll like write a song in like 20 minutes and you'll be like what this is this so come fun from? yeah exactly yeah and it's the nicest thing when it like flows and there'll be so many days where you like write something you're like oh no this is this is shit yeah <laughs> but then the moment when it like comes out is so great i think that's why so many people love writing because yeah. it's like you're just waiting for that song to just like click exactly and you can't like predict it it's like this magic moment and you're like oh this is so cool yeah I love it <laughs> um do you like collaborate with other people much I guess you said you were working with a producer on the most recent track but I mean I mean we met actually yeah a sort of collaboration thing <laughs> yeah but, um have you done much of that since then or so before corona that fateful thing classic <laughs> classic before <laughs> corona my life was great no um I think so being in Berlin I just happened to meet like other people that are into music and stuff and I've met people that mm -hmm. are into like really different genres of music and before corona I met this friend of mine at a not a party like we were just hanging out and we mm. wanted to do like live music together and he is from france and does like french rap kind of thing but we like our music style is like it seems so like random but it was really cool mm. and then we went to pirate studios in berlin and we were rehearsing and we wanted to do like live gigs together and stuff and he also does like um his name is teo and he also does uh like filming and like documentary making so he was going to help me film a music video and stuff but then it never came to fruition because then corona and then he had to go back mm. to france and now oh, no. so so now which is sad because it would have been so cool it was like right before corona like in february we went to mm. pirate studios and stuff and so yeah there was that but then now it's mostly just so with the producer that I work with through the label because he's much but I mean yeah he's much better than I am at producing so it's like <laughs> I like will create the bones of something first and then he like fleshes it out and makes it sound amazing so that kind of collaboration which is cool but it would be so cool to do more songwriting with other people because you just are entering a totally different world when you're doing it with other people rather than just mm. with yourself yeah yeah what's what's berlin like as like a music scene is it easy to like meet people what kind of like i mean i mean there's no live music now really, <laughs> but what was it like before so i feel like it's one of those things where you just take stuff for granted and now in corona i'm like oh, mm. i didn't take thing i didn't take advantage of this at all and i was also still settling in i think 
But Berlin is, of course, so known for its techno scene and like electronic mm. music, and like that is huge, of course. And so I wasn't, I didn't actually go to a lot of small gigs like I did in the UK, like open mics or something. I didn't go to mm. any open mics actually. I think I was still intimidated by if they only are speaking German or something, and I still need to like improve my German. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't go to any open mics, but I went to like some gigs and through friends, I met people that are into DJing and stuff. I met a few people like that. So yeah, the scene, yeah, the scene is very electronic music based, which is cool and opened up. I think that also is why I got so much more into producing as well, because Mm. the music I was listening to I mean, it changes anyway throughout your life. Like when I first started really songwriting, I was listening to much more acoustic guitar stuff with mel- with lyrics. Mm. But then now I'm listening to way, way more electronic music anyway. So then I want to make more music that is in the style that I would listen to. So I think uh, Berlin was definitely an influence on that. And it's super cool, the music scene. Uh, I really hope it is able to be picked back up basically after corona yeah because <laughs> it'll be really sad because i didn't take i didn't take advantage of it for sure but yeah it's cool i don't know i think it will come back i feel like the fact that we've gone so long yeah without like live music and like nightclubs and and like being able to see great djs like you can in berlin like i feel like people are so desperate for it that, yeah like, it'll It'll happen like it can't not yeah it will just flood back in or something yeah yeah for sure ideally yeah but i feel like i'm always meeting just through random things like through friends of a friend and meet people who do music through like i played netball i met this um person raquel and she does her own music and stuff and it's just super cool somehow i've met a bunch of musicians even though i'm not actively doing music in the scene here in Berlin that's cool though I think it's quite nice almost that you have something else in common as well yeah like, that it's not all just like okay like we've got to do music now because that's what we do and yeah it's like there's almost too much pressure because you're like well we have to and then you're like oh I don't really want to though because yeah exactly it's stressful but yeah it's nice that you can like meet people in all facets of life I mean I guess Berlin is also known for being a super creative city. So exactly. Maybe, yeah, that makes sense why I meet like... so many people. Like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which must be so great, again, with like you saying, trying to make like a music video with your friend. Yeah, exactly. Like meeting people for all the different creative bits. Yeah. I mean, who worked on your last video? So... The Killing Me Softly one. So a lot of it was stock footage basically that Mm -hmm. my manager from the label like found and pieced together and stuff and then I filmed the scenes that I'm like singing along to in my room but I used my friend Raquel's camera and just all these things where we can like Mm. help each other out and like give each other tips for different things like I can borrow some equipment from someone or if someone knows someone who does certain things we, we can help each other out uh but yeah, that was just with stock footage and filming in my room. But I would love to do a more personal music video next time or something. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the video looks like super 
well produced like you wouldn't you wouldn't know that you filmed it in your bedroom cool thanks <laughs> yeah (laughs) (laughs) no honestly i i would have thought you'd have gone to like a studio or something because it it looks so like well done thank you yeah i know i'm proud of that one it was nice to be like in it as well but it's also super scary but like so for my first single with the label wins in the music video like i'm not in it and that's also stock footage which is fine and i also Mm -hmm. didn't mind but my friends and people that know me are like no you should like be in it like we want to see you blah blah and it's like okay this is cool but I'm realizing especially before like a decent amount of people would listen to my music but it wasn't this like Mm. which is cool like you want more and more people to listen to your music but with the label the reach is of course increased a lot and so then I'm hit with this realization like oh I've been putting myself out there for years, but this is actually really putting myself mm. in front of a lot of people. And it's like really nerve wracking. So putting, so just having a few clips of myself in the music video was like a big deal for me or something. But next time I would like to have, to really like have control of the music video more, like maybe film something with friends or whatever after mm. Corona, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's always like yeah maybe after corona, after corona. <laughs> if we get through yeah. this <laughs> yeah but no, i guess that's kind of like being an artist as well yeah like having to put yourself out there and like losing that anonymity or like semi-anonymity must be kind of like tricky like i know personally a lot of my songs are like really honest exactly yeah i get really stressed that other people can listen to them and i'm like oh my god what are they gonna think of me exactly yeah but like s- yeah stressful times <laughs> I totally relate like it's weird because I've been doing it for ages and I also like I've been talking to friends and I'm like I don't know why I'm not scared of like saying stuff in my songs because it just like it's an extension of yourself but I'm still able to separate Mm. myself but then really putting your image like my most recent single my face is the album art and if I wasn't with a label I wouldn't have chosen my face is now Mark because it's mm. just something that's really difficult for me but I think yeah you have to it comes with the territory which sounds cheesy and everything but and people want to see more of you which is which makes sense like if there's an artist I love mm. I want to see more of them but it's really hard to like reflect it back on yourself and be like that means people actually care about what I'm doing as well if they like my music and I'm like oh okay <laughs> that's weird <laughs> like pressure yeah <laughs> exactly no it's crazy I so yesterday I ended up completely randomly working on a music video shoot just as, as like a runner but for a young blood music video oh wow and I thought that was so mad because he is like like such an intense performer yeah but obviously that video was like it was all about like him and his like performance and his like not persona because he's like that all the time but like <laughs> yeah I guess his persona like yeah it's almost like a character but it's not yeah and I think it's it's kind of incredible because I feel like some artists like build their act around their own personality as well like Lewis Capaldi's obviously done so well yeah it's exactly like funny bit yeah and it's like, wow, imagine writing really intense songs and then also 
like having to put your personality out there exactly. so there's a lot of pressure on artists to like sell themselves content wise yeah keep pushing like yeah just put little videos up and that sort of thing it's like oh my god is there any part of my life that you don't want to exactly see? <laughs> yeah and it's so weird like not that I, I don't know I have this like conflict where it's like you hear people talking about this or like growing up you hear artists talking about like how they're putting themselves out there how mm. blah 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 and then when it comes to myself I'm like oh I don't want to feel I'm not a huge fan of like the whole influencer thing on Instagram mm. or it just makes me uncomfortable and probably just insecure as I think it's fine but like the fact that you have to now I have to tap into that and do that because it's part of the music just the same way that actually Mm -hmm. like the business side is part of the music even though uh, me being an artist I'm like I don't care about the business and blah blah blah. I just want it to be about the music but like actually that's not true it can't just ever just be about the music I'm like learning that a lot this year and embracing it I think (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I think you're like I love your stories on Instagram (laughs) you do like talk talk to camera I love that I feel like everyone when you do it it's like the weirdest thing ever but I love watching it yeah that's the thing I much I so prefer I love watching even if my friends do as well I love watching when they do it but I just feel like Mm -hmm. when I do it people are thinking oh what's she doing or like why is she so full of herself or something I don't know (laughs) I absolutely never think that. He's been saying, keep on doing yeah. that. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Um, shall we go on yeah. to our Agony Aunt section? Yeah. Our Sounds final good. section. <laughs> so these ones are quite like Christmas holiday related, okay. I think. Sounds because good. Because obviously we're, we're coming up to <laughs> coming up to the strangest Christmas ever. Yeah, for sure. Um, Super weird. So <laughs> the first question I have is how do I navigate Christmas with family that have different views to me? Ooh. Oh, this one is an intense one. <laughs> I <It's> guess. tricky. Because <laughs> I definitely would also be in the same position, 100%. Mm. Um, I guess a safe bet first is not to avoid talking about the topics, but you're not gathering to have political debates or debates about things <laughs> it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be politics but I think that's a big thing right now um, you're gathering to like see each other and spend time together and hang out and have fun so like first my first point of call would be like to not go straight into that like we're just talking anyway and yeah there are things that are going on so like conversations might come up but I think also everyone is still entitled to their own opinion and with family Mm. and it's family you don't see a lot like you can hear them out but you don't want to burn bridges or something so just even though it's difficult to listen to opinions that you really disagree with sometimes especially depending on what the opinions are I think the best thing is not to talk about the weary stuff first but if it does come up like you let each other you let yeah you allow space for people to be heard I guess and for Mm. you to share your opinion as well but this is just in the context of family because I feel like sometimes there are some 
I don't know. There are things that you also don't need to expose yourself to if there are opinions that you don't want to hear that are harmful for yourself and you can put up those boundaries and say, I don't want to talk about it or something. So if it's something like that, you can also try and just remove yourself from those conversations and I would hope that people respect you enough to understand, even though that's not the ideal. That I mean, not, not the ideal, but that's not like the case always. But yeah. I think the first point is maybe just try not to talk about the intense stuff mm-hmm. at Christmas. It's it. one day. It's one day, maybe. Yeah, literally. You yeah. can get through one day. Yeah, exactly. Really intense topic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I I totally agree, though, with, like, I think recently, so I also work in a pub at the moment. And yeah. I, there are some customers that keep trying to bring up political topics with me. Oh, and I'm no. like, like I'm just not going to talk to you about <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, they try and reel me and I'm like, I don't need no, to speak to you exactly. about this. <laughs> I just walk off. Exactly. And I think that's the best way to handle it. Because, like, there's no point expending so much energy. Yeah, like, exactly. arguing. Exactly. When people, especially when you know that, like, some people are just looking to be right. It also depends on the mm. premise of the conversation. Like, when I have discussions with my mum or something on the phone, we talk a lot, like, I really enjoy our conversations because even though we have differing opinions on some things, she genuinely isn't trying to just bulldoze and be correct. She's mm. like willing to listen to me and then I'm willing to listen to her. And then and then if there's that respect in the conversation, then you can have the discussions. But if it's like, like if a customer is just trying to reel you in, they just want someone to rant at, it sounds like. So then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, constructive conversations. There's always a place for like talking about stuff. Like you don't have to agree at the end. Yeah, like, exactly. As you said, like with family, giving people space to say how they feel and giving yourself space to say how you feel. Exactly. And then being like, okay, well maybe we don't agree, but yeah, at least you know why I think the way I think. Exactly, yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a very good answer. Thank you. <laughs> and the second question is also along the Christmas lines. Mm. Um, <laughs> how do I handle like big holidays this year, like New Year and Christmas, without having the same people around as I normally do? Like it's obviously a much smaller yeah. Christmas and New Year. Like what do we do? Like how how do you think people should handle say being in tier three? for yeah well, i guess you're in Berlin, but in the uk <laughs> it's all tier three yeah for um like new year and not being able to go out and that being such a significant holiday for a lot of people and a kind of representing a fresh start like how 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 should we deal with that yeah i guess so for me like i'm not going back to the uk over the christmas holidays just mm. because it i mean i have to get a test and quarantine and then i have to be yeah. at work in january here and blah blah, blah. so I'll have a small Christmas and it would be a small Christmas anyway in the UK but I won't be with my parents Mm. or my family basically but I think it's like there's no good answer because it sucks for everyone (laughs) this is a shitty year but we truly are like everyone's going through it and it's also especially with the vaccine now there is hope for 2021 and I feel like Christmas next year we can almost confidently say we'll be more back to how things were before so I feel Mm. like it's one of those things where it's like it's not the last stretch or the last leg but I feel like this is 
the most difficult period of corona so far over the holidays and this winter because everything's much more intense mm. i think it's like obviously don't spend christmas by yourself and y- you can still be with i don't know what the rules are in the uk but i guess you can still be with some people you know yeah. and then i mean we have like in tier in tier two no i think across the country actually you can be with three households can come together oh, okay so that's, yeah that's a fair amount of people yeah. but i guess you can't then like have all your mates around for new year yeah. and have a big party or go out yeah i guess it's just one of those things where it's like i don't want to say we have to like suck it up but <laughs> I, you know i was literally just <laughs> suck it up like, because it, this is shit and this is just what we have to deal with now but also it's for the greater good in the sense like it's such a collective effort fighting the virus and stuff so Mm. yeah I think especially with the hope that like spring and summer once the weather gets warmer things will be better and we can do stuff outside it's just kind of hang on in there in the winter (laughs) I don't know and still, like, you're able to see, like, a few people and I think cherish those rea- interactions for sure. Mm. And I know for sure, because I always was someone that would get really <laughs> sad over the winter anyway. But I think this corona <laughs> winter will have cured my winter depression for the rest of my life. Because <laughs> from next year, I'll be like, woohoo, we can do, like, stuff inside and have Christmas yeah. parties. This is great or something. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I love that. Like, <laughs> it can't be worse it can't than be the worse coronavirus than, exactly. winter. So like nothing is. It's a great winter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I feel like you have to decide those things sometimes. Like I just decided that I would have a good December. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't not have. I can't deal with another like bad month. It's just going to be a great December. Exactly. That's a good. It's going really well. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, because it's also. I mean, personally, I feel like I've been preparing because the virus has been around Mm. since March I was expecting winter to be intense and shit so like I'm just seeing it as like the last push kind of thing the the vaccines Mm. are coming out we know that like the summer things improve anyway we just have to get through yeah I hope (laughs) yeah no yeah we just gotta get through yeah i think that's good advice it's like keep on keeping on yeah exactly keep calm and carry on and so so cliche but it works in this in this instance yeah yeah i think that is a lovely note to end on yeah um thank you so much for coming on thanks for having Um, me do you have any thing you want to say where's the best place to find your music just do a little plug yeah so i post most of my stuff on instagram basically which is just at chinny logan and yeah i always post links on there and updates on there and that's the best place to find me basically yeah lovely cool well yeah thank you for coming on it's been a lovely chat yeah it's lovely been to great. catch up yeah for sure thanks for having I think- me no worries. I, I think this might be our first international one as well. Ah, so you know Yeah, it's very international. <laughs> we've got we've got Europe involved. Exactly. <laughs> Which is now a very different place after January. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. We just thought we'd we'd get it in right before Right Brexit. before Brexit. Because <laughs> Zoom won't be allowed yeah. 
anymore. Yeah, after just break up. Exactly. <laughs> no interaction whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. <It's all> <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Um, anyone who hasn't checked out your music, head over there. Also, your music on Spotify. Yeah. Have a watch of the video for Killing Me Softly as well because I think it's beautiful. Thank and you. yeah, hope you all have a lovely day. Bye, guys. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.